Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. God have an unfair advantage called the blessing. It's not called a blessing. It's not called a blessing, otherwise it would be something that other people can have access to. It is called the blessing. It is only accessible through faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And that blessing comes upon you the moment any man is in Christ Jesus. He is a completely new creature. He is a new creature. He is a new creation. He has completely changed form. He has new DNA, new blood flows in their veins. They have a different lineage. They have a different inheritance. They are completely new creature. Old things have passed away. You have to understand that you no longer inherit what came in your bloodline through your parents, be it their intellect, their acumen, their gifting, their level of favor, or the lack thereof. No, you inherit the exact DNA of God. It says that we are sons and heirs and co-heirs with Christ Jesus. That all of us who have received him have the advantage of being called sons of God. And if sons, then heirs. And if heirs, then co-heirs with Christ Jesus. And so you have an unfair advantage against anyone else in the world who does not have Jesus Christ. But the question is, do you know it? I'm not saying are you aware of it somewhere in the back of your head. Do you know it? Do you live like it? Are you running your business like one who has an advantage? Are you running your marriage like one who has an advantage? Are you excited in these times when people are saying it's uncertain? Saying, no, it's not uncertain because the kingdom I come from has not stopped operating. It's not on lockdown. New ideas are being released. Right now, are you aware that you do not have, that you're not at a disadvantage at all? But you are at an advantage. So declare with me, my mind is a lot. My heart is receptive. God's word is going to bear fruit in my life. A hundredfold. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to show you a scripture which I think are telling Jeremy that how Kenneth Copeland has his Mark 11. I, 23, I think, and 24. My favorite scripture, I think, in the Bible is Genesis 1, 26 to 28. I really think it's my favorite scripture. But a scripture that is going to show you that you have the DNA to succeed. You have the full resources to succeed. You have the assignment to succeed. And if you do not succeed, heaven cannot succeed. I said you have the DNA to succeed. You have the full resources of heaven to succeed. You have the assignment to succeed. And if you do not succeed, heaven cannot succeed. Genesis 1, 26 to 28, and I want it in NIV. In NIV, this particular one is the only one I want in NIV because NIV says something that in a, that, the way it should be said. So this is what it says that. Then God said, who said? I want us to be clear who is speaking. God. God. I answer me even at home, I can see you. Then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, so that, have you seen those two words? The point of making man in his image and likeness was so that they may rule over. 
the point of making man in his image and likeness was that so that they may rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, over the livestock and all wild animals and over all creatures that move on the ground. So God then did his part. He created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. So ladies, you cannot start saying, I'm a woman. No, you do not have a disadvantage. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. That, now that's it. The advantage that he had to give them to be able to rule over was the blessing. Then God blessed them and said to them, this is the blessing, be fruitful, increase in number. You know a sign of that, the fact that you're blessed when you're increasing in number. When you multiply that one business into 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 100, 1,000, a million, fill the earth and subdue it. You're not limited to Uganda or to your business area right now in Wukoto or Wate or wherever. Fill the earth and subdue it. The whole world is your place to rule over. Rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. God blessed them. Your very DNA, your sonship, God made, he wanted sons and daughters to rule. So he made us in his image, in his likeness. What does that mean? That in the very nature we are God. Now, that's a very scandalous statement, but it is true. According to the word of God, he says, let us make them in our likeness. If you found a child, apparently the Basoga have a song. Hey. Ah, okay. For me, equals the same. Forgive me, please. Like people with Banyankora and Bachiga, we are the same. So, that Omana Fana na Babawe. Have you guys met Kakdi? Pastor Moses' son, it is ridiculous. He even walks like him. So imagine him, like if Pastor Moses denied it, it is me, oh man, no, you are I don't know him. That's how Basuga said, me. And they say, be. E be. Be is B-E. Be. Mm. Mm. I don't know him. You, you see how you're laughing, you're like, you're funny. That boy, this is the, you, it is the DNA test. Look at him and look at you. It's like they shrunk Pastor Moses and put him on the earth. When people look at us, they should see like God shrunk himself and placed himself on the earth. And therefore, everything he touches is bound to be fruitful, to increase and, and fill and subdue the earth. Do you understand that it's in your DNA as a son and a daughter of the living God to succeed and that your resources, the blessing is the resource that you have, by the way. The supernatural advantage to prosper, the blessing, he spoke over you. He said, be fruitful. He said it and when God says things, guys, they, they happen. Do you understand? So you're walking around with the mandate and the resource to be fruitful, to like for you to in option. That's why if you do bad things, they'll be fruitful and multiply and increase and subdue. Good things, bad things, like look, you need to understand that as long as you decide to take on an endeavor, it is commanded to succeed. Like it has no option. Why? It's who you are. You carry the blessing. You carry a supernatural advantage. Like you can't help it. I don't know. You can't. Like this is who you are. But are you aware? Because if you're not, you will start to live like one who isn't and you will block the flow. You will block the flow of the blessing because you start thinking, if I can just have my business to pay my rent. No! He did not tell you to pay your rent or survive. He said, be fruitful, multiply, subdue. 
have dominion. God did not call you to survive. God did not fashion you to survive. That's why you have a frustration in your heart. He made you to be so big. He made you to be able to dominate. Why? When you dominate, heaven dominates. When you dominate, heaven dominates. When you reduce, heaven reduces on earth. Because you see, his word is forever settled in heaven. But we, you see, the bride (laughs) and the spirit must agree. In Revelation, the bride with the church and the spirit must agree that we must say, yes, come. Yes, Lord, come. How? By saying, my business cannot be small. Why? It's who I am. Creation cries out. The blessing screams out saying, I am in you. I've given you an unfair advantage. Look, look, if you go to Zikuru, Zikuru is one of the fastest runners. And you got my, again, I'll use my Angela Okulu. And they even gave, Zikuru even first run ahead, first, first told Angela, first run for 30 minutes ahead. She would run and beat Angela and leave her behind slaying in the name of Jesus. You understand? Like, it is in the DNA and training of Zikuru. Guys, we have an unfair advantage. We have an unfair advantage. All this was given to us so that we may rule over the earth and that which increases rules. If your business is not increasing, if you're not believing God for increase, you cannot rule. God cannot rule. God needs us to rule on his behalf. In Psalm 115 verse 16, the Bible declares that the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, okay? But, now when you see that word but, it is cancelling, it is saying that it's saying the opposite, that but the earth, who has he given it to? He has given it to the children of men. Like God cannot come and increase your business for you. He gave you the resources, the family lineage, the everything to succeed. He cannot come and do the work of believing and working in it for you. This last how many months we've taught on who you are, but for some of us, there's still a blockage in our minds. We think that, yeah, that's there, and then there's me, the reality. No, your reality is what God says. And he has said, be fruitful, multiply, have dominion, subdue. Why do you have identity? Why do you have resources and an assignment to succeed? That God may expand his dominion and make us identical to heaven. God has a partnership with man on the earth. He has given us everything we need. All he wants us to do is just use it to have his dominion. You see, the power of a king is in his subjects. Do you know why Uganda kingdom is still the strongest kingdom in Uganda? The Uganda. You know what? Why the kingdom of Angola? You don't hear about it. The Angola don't want the subjects. They are very difficult. The power of the king is in his subjects. When the subjects believe in the kingdom and repre- and feel like they represent the kingdom, they tax to the kingdom, they give to the kingdom. Then the king has more power. It's all about the kingdom of God. Today, I want you to know that your marriage is not about you. It's not about you. It is about the kingdom of God, showing people on earth how God relates with the church. Your children are not about you, are not just about you. That's why you can't just raise them the way you desire. That's why he says even your children are taught of the Lord. Okay? Your business is not about you. It's about the kingdom of God having more dominion. Your story, the way you are raised, it's not about you, it's about the kingdom of God. Every skill you have, every resource you have, every gifting you have. Right now, the thing that, let me show you something. The very, (laughs) the very first person, okay, 
to be said to have the spirit of the Lord. The very first person in the Bible, I want to show you it. You can go and research it. The first time it is mentioned that the spirit of God, apart from the spirit hovering over the earth, this is where it is. In the book of Exodus chapter 31, then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, see, I have called by name, Bezalel is the first person, the son of Uri, the son of Ha of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God. It's the first time the spirit of God is mentioned. What did God fill him with the spirit of God for? In wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship to design artistic works and to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting jewels for setting, in carving wood, and to work all manner of workmanship. And I, indeed I, this is God speaking, have appointed with him a holy of the son of that one, of the tribe of Dan, and I have put wisdom in the hearts of all the gifted artisans, that they may make all that I have commanded you. Have you heard? The first man to be filled with the Spirit of God was filled with the Spirit of God for the skill that he had. Do you know that the skills you have right now are an unfair advantage in the marketplace? Some of you look at your skill and say, I have nothing but, oh, I, I don't know, I can make cosmetics. That's all I have. Hello? The Spirit of God is hovering over that gifting and saying, give it to me. Start seeing yourself dominating. I can show you things that no one else who does not know me has seen because God wants to dominate. Because when you dominate, the kingdom of God dominates. Look, this gift that you have, you're not gifted randomly. You're not gifted as a, you are gifted as a resource for the kingdom of God. Your skill, your gifting, where you were born, even your crazy family lineage all carry the unfair advantage for you to prosper. You're blessed so that you can be a blessing. You have that advantage so that you can be an advantage. You have the advantage so that you can be an advantage to your family, to your fellow business people, to this nation, Uganda. It is crying out for the sons of God to arise in business. God wants to do uncommon promotions, but we must be available. Deuteronomy 8, 18 says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the power to get wealth. Can you imagine? God has made us have an unfair advantage for wealth to be attracted to us. Like if you dare start in a business, you need to be aware that Bambi, all the people who are competing with me, I pray for them because wealth is being attracted to me. But some of you walk around thinking that, ha, ah, anyway, we shall see how it goes. Your plans for success this year when they tell you that right income streams minimum 100 million as a start, you're thinking, what? And God is also like, what? You think that's a lot? Seriously? that he has given you the power to get wealth. Come on, someone say, I am blessed. Say, I have an unfair advantage. Say, wealth is attracted to me. Do you know why? Why God has given you the power to get wealth? That he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers. Let me tell you, friends, if we don't increase, if we don't become people who think dominion, God cannot establish his covenant. I want you to see that in heaven, God's hands are literally tied. If we as his children continue to think small, dream of small endeavors, think of ourselves as small people, think of ourselves as people with a disadvantage. In fact, he calls the people who thought of themselves as too small in Israel, people who had an evil report and he said, you will not enter the promised land. There are so many things God has put in our DNA. Each one of us has a unique gifting and calling. But we are busy looking at the other people and saying they are better than us. You say, in that industry, there's already a giant. Come on!
one who is that giant compared to the blessing that you carry. You need to understand that you have an advantage in every industry that God has placed you in right now. Stop thinking the other person has an advantage because once you do that, you've blocked the flow. You need to understand that you have an advantage. Oh, how I pray, Holy Spirit, that your children will hear and understand this thing. Because Pastor Moses has preached this thing from the beginning of the year. And I'm like, oh God, I hope we are getting it. For me, it is working for me. I'm understanding that in a season like this, I can tithe daily because money is coming to me and I am. And that's not pride. It is understanding that if you're not, there is a problem. You should say, why is the system blocked? Unblock it here. Meditate on the truth of who you are. You are blessed. You have an unfair advantage to prosper. That's what the blessing means. An unfair advantage to prosper and to succeed at everything you do. Your marriage has to prosper. Even if it is struggling right now, take your eyes off the temporary situation and understand that you have an unfair advantage. Because once you understand that and start to declare it and expect it, that marriage has to submit to you. It must. The giants will fall in the name of Jesus. You are blessed. You have a supernatural advantage to prosper so that God may establish his kingdom. Let me show you some pictures of the patriarchs. Are they called patriarchs? Patriarchs. Pa. Well, me, I went to Rukunjiri Universal Primary School. This is an improvement. I have the blessing. Yes. The patriarchs. I'm going to look at the patriarchs, at Jesus, and at you. Galatians 3, 13 to 14 says, and I want you, I'm reading this because of where we are going. Christ has redeemed. What does the word redeem mean, you guys, in layman's language? To buy back something, right? Is it to buy? It's to buy back, right? Like if you gave me a, a, a paid ticket to the spa, you already paid 300k for me to go get a full massage, my nails are done, whatever. Yeah, why not? It happens to me all the time. And then I take that receipt and I show it to them. I redeem the service. They can't ask me to pay again. Someone paid me, I'm here to enjoy. I just present the payment. Okay? Now the mark of payment is the Holy Spirit in you, who I showed you was on Bezalel and anointed him to do the work. That Holy Spirit, he is in you, upon you, with you, that you may be able to do the work. He's there, he's crying out saying, release me, release me, release me. We are holding him back. Christ has redeemed you. You have the receipt of the Holy Spirit from the curse of the law. Having become a curse for you, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree. Why? That the blessing, not a blessing, that the blessing of Abraham might upon B3G oh, in Christ Jesus might come upon Moses Mukisa in Christ Jesus might come upon Matan Kwagala in Christ Jesus might come upon Timothy Mwesigwa in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the spirit through a faith do you know why Jesus died he paid in full and gave you a receipt to go and collect your advantage he paid in full and gave you a receipt to collect your advantage. Child of God, collect your advantage. Go and collect somebody paid. Walk in with confidence. When you have that receipt and they refuse to, and they start giving you trouble, you call the one who paid and say, no, why? What's going on? That's why we go into prayer. Prayer is not a place to cry. But we are establishing our domain. We are saying, excuse me, you must respond. That blessing is commanded upon you as a business. You must respond to me because somebody paid. The blessing is commanded upon this marriage because somebody paid. You children, the blessing is commanded on you. You must, you must prosper. When your child starts acting strange, I have done these things. And you guys, it works. You, you walk in confidence, not crying. I did the part of crying. I kept cursing my child without knowing why. You keep saying that child is difficult. It is true. It will increase and, and subdue. 
Okay, because you carry the blessing. Then I started to reverse and say, excuse me, you're the children of the righteous. You are born for peace. You are taught of the Lord. And you start to see the thing turning around. Prayer is not a place for crying. It's a place to establish. Because God is hovering, brooding over his word to perform it. But I must receive it and believe it. Let's look. Let's look. children are a gift from God. Somebody stop cursing your children in this season. Saying I'm overwhelmed by these kids. Over what, what these kids. Those kids are a blessing. They are an army of the living God being raised in your household. Do you know who you're raising? Do you know who you're raising? Speak life over them. Oh, the patriarchs. Now when he says that the blessing of Abraham, I want to show you a picture of the blessing of Abraham that is coming upon you. We are about to close. Are you with me? Are you, are you, are you, are you fired up? Are you, are you fired up? Hey, Pastor Moses is about to jump into down here. I love it. Say, I am, I am blessed. Say, I have an unfair advantage. Say, you mind, you must believe. You mind, you must believe. You must believe. I have an unfair advantage. Say, I am not at a disadvantage. I am not. You can never be at a disadvantage, child of God. Look at the blessing of Abraham. Deuteronomy 28. We are going to read through it quickly. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God <laughs> will set you high above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings. Someone say all these blessings. Not some of them. All these blessings shall come upon you and then they will even overtake you. Kagamba, they've gone ahead of you to prepare the way for you. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Now let's go. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, the offspring of your flocks. Kagamba, all your investments. Blessed shall you, you be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Wherever it is that you walk into and when you go out, the blessing is all over you. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you. Some of you are worried about enemies. They'll be defeated before your face. Not away from you, you will see it. They shall come against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command, not suggest. He will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you, our holy people, to himself. What land has God given you? The blessing is there. Your land of business, he has given you a blessing there. Just as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Then all the peoples of the earth shall see, not shall hear, not shall assume, they will see, that means there is evidence from the blessing. They shall see that you're called by the name of the Lord. Like your name, if you're, if you're Moses Mukisa's child, your name is Mukisa. They will know that that is a Mukisa. Their proof is in the pudding. How do they know that you are Katonda? The results! By the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Come on, and the Lord will grant you plenty of goods, manzi, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, in the produce of your ground, in the land which the Lord your God swore to your fathers to give to you, and the Lord will open to you his good treasure. <laughs> Let me tell you, when your bank account is heaven, the heavens, to give you loans and all sorts of things from heaven, rain in its season, and to bless all, not some, the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, yes, but you shall not borrow. Get out of debt, child of God. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. You're not a follower in the business world. You're a leader. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today and are careful to observe them, let's stop right there. Come on. 
Guys, Isaac, Abraham was blessed. Isaac was blessed. Jacob was blessed. Jesus was the most blessed. You are blessed. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Let me show you a few results of the blessing. Abraham had a trophy wife. That's part of the blessing, husbands. That the wife has to be hot, hot, hot. When God calls a woman beautiful, you better believe. She ha- they had uncommon favor. He had great possessions. He had dominion to the point of kingdoms making treaties with him. A man, one. A kingdom makes a treaty with him. His son Isaac, it followed that he had the blessing. He had a trophy wife, please, also. Same problems. Uncommon favor, same issues. Great possessions, dominion. Then came Jacob. Oh, I love him. He's a worker who took over his master's business no matter how many times his wages were changed. It doesn't matter if you're working in a business or you own it. My friend, you have an unfair advantage. He became a whole nation eventually. That's dominion. Do you remember the two times when Jacob perceived himself to be at a disadvantage, what happened? God reminded him that he had an advantage. God didn't come down to his level of pain. He told him, Jacob, remember, I have blessed you. You you are blessed. I will make you a nation. He reminded him, dude, you do not have a disadvantage. Get up right now. I'm making you a nation. God reminds you right now who has been thinking that you are at a disadvantage because maybe over you had just started your business, then Corona came in. Then Come on. You have an advantage. Get into the place of prayer and receive the things that God has already planned for the next season because heaven already moved on into your prosperity. No one is weeping. Jesus anointed. He never knew luck ever. When he found luck, he released abundance. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He fed the hungry. He's still the most popular man that ever lived, still impacting billions of lives after he went back to heaven and left us in charge. Moses Mukisa. Today I'm picking on him and I like it. He has a trophy wife. Come on, somebody. Woo-hoo. Hallelujah. He has a trophy wife. He's a builder of people. He's a businessman. He has written bestsellers. Yes. Uganda recognized the best book on finances. Now the whole world is about to know about it. He's influencing thousands through mind change and practical principles on wealth creation. He has healed the sick. He has fed the hungry. He's educating the next generation and he's about to raise some dead people. Now what about you? What is your testimony? What are you envisioning? What do you say about yourself? What do you say about yourself? As I close, in the book of Joshua, when God gives an assignment to a young man called Joshua to take over about two million very victim mentality sort of people who are taking over the promised land, what did God say to Joshua that would give him, keep him in the advantage that he had already received? He told him, Joshua, do not let the book of the Lord depart from where? Your mouth. First of all, don't let the book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Open your mouth, find out who you are, and then speak it back. Speak it back that you have an unfair advantage, especially in the face of trouble. Then he told him, meditate in it day and night. Envision yourself consistently dominating. Never entertain the thought that you're losing ground, even in the realm of the natural. Even if it seems difficult temporarily, God cannot be at a disadvantage and neither can his son or daughter. Why? That you may act on the word of God. The word of God is your instruction manual. And then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Friends, I end where I started. Genesis 1, 26 to 28. He made them in his image. He blessed them so that they may prosper. He told them, be fruitful, 
multiply, have dominion, subdue, have dominion. That is the blessing on your life. I want you to declare these things with me. Say, say, I am blessed. I I have an unfair advantage. I am never at a disadvantage. I am a blessing. I carry uncommon favor. I am an economic powerhouse. I am unstoppable. I am ever increasing. I am set up for success. Everything I start is commanded to prosper. I am filled with divine innovations. I carry the full blessing of Abraham. All right. Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word. I thank you that you've stirred us up this morning. I thank you that we are never going to believe the lie that we are at a disadvantage no matter what. I thank you that you're expanding our mind. And friends, if there's someone out there today and you've never received Jesus, this God that we've talked about today who gives you a disadvantage, he's calling you home. He wants you to succeed. He wants to set you up for prosperity. Even as the music team make their way. I just want you to take a moment right now if you're there today and you want to make Jesus Lord of your life and you want to receive this advantage to prosper. Why don't you put your hand up wherever you are. Just before God, He's the witness. Just put your hand up where you are right now and say, I want to be part of this family. And say, Lord Jesus, I receive your life. I declare that you're my Lord and Savior. Today, I have crossed over from death to life. I am yours. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Summon series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.